This is Stephen Adams. And this is Kevin Dr- oh, sorry. <laughs> Kevin Durant. <laughs> you Kevin Durant, mate. <laughs> Good to see you, mate. Different complexion. Okay, let's go to you. So, this is Stephen Adams. And this is Anas Cantor. You're listening to the Down to Earth. Down to Dunk podcast. What? Down to, down to Dunk. Down to Dunk. I'll down say that. Dunk. Introduce yourself, mate. Here's Stephen Adams, and I'm Anas Cantor, and you're listening to Down to Dunk podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome to episode three, three, two, three, nine, nine of the Down to Dunk podcast. We are here live at Elgin Park in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Tulsa, showing some love. Hello, Tulsa. What's up, Tulsa? <laughs> I am Luke, joined today by Jay. Jay. Hello. Andrew. And Taylor. And we got special guests from Up the Thunder, Weston Shepard. Hello. Give it up for Up the Thunder. Come on. Give it up. We've got a lot of Thunder business to get through tonight, boys. A lot going on. A lot. So, the Thunder had a trade. They made a trade. Let's talk about it. (laughs) Okay. So, it... I mean, it was pretty significant. So, if you don't know, you lived under a rock over the last 24 hours. The Thunder made a huge trade as part of the trade deadline, which anytime you listen to, like, a main media, they feel like it was really lame. And I was, like, the most excited I've been (laughs) ever for a trade deadline. And so, uh, but they traded Cameron Payne, Anthony Morrow, Joffrey Lavergne, and and, uh, four, Doug McDermott. Taj Gibson and a second round pick and a pick they got a pick Why which is weird I don't know how Sam Presti robbed a gar can we do something real quick before yeah. just one more last trade machine drop yes yeah We won't hear that for a long time. Yeah, no it's more over. trade calls. It's I mean, over. a really long time. I'm no sorry, guys. No more Vladi. We'll do Vladi will come tonight, but not not many nights after this. <laughs> a lot of men got taken to the trade machine. There are lots of men in the trade lots machine. Lots of men. So in we, the trade machine. <laughs> so <laughs> before we get too far, I do want to mention that we are here because of a fantastic brewery. Yeah. Oh, we are. In Oklahoma yes. City. Coop Aleworks is here. Shout out to Coop. Yeah. They're, they're serving us, just in, case, just in case it doesn't get mentioned enough, they're serving us their grapefruit IPA, which is fantastic. Even if you are really upset that we're talking right now and you're here, get some of the grapefruit IPA. It is incredible and will just make your night a little bit yeah. better. And it's also the exact color of a grapefruit, which is very impressive. It makes me think it's, they use legitimate grapefruits. There are legitimate grapefruits. And I'm sure they did. So, actually, tonight, we should say, tonight we're buying that guy, Coop, for all of us. We're each buying individually ourselves. Can we, can yes. we just buy a Coop for maybe Anthony Morrow? Because yeah. he's such a good dude. Uh, raise your glass for Anthony Morrow. Come on, raise it up. Pour one out, except don't really. Don't pour it out unless it's a figurative pour out. Because he's the only Anthony player Mora. from that trade that we're kind of upset that got traded, right? Like Joffrey, we're kind of like, whatever. Cameron yeah. Payne, like, okay. 
Anthony Morrow kind of bums you out. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Mostly because he's a cool dude. Yeah, he's a nice guy. He's a cool dude. <laughs> he's a cool dude. So, uh, but there's a ton of trades going on, but the Thunder is the one, obviously, we're going to talk about, but it's a huge trade. Uh, give me real quick what you guys thought about it. As it came down, what did you think? I think the Thunder completely robbed the Bulls. I mean, they gave away three players that were not helping the Thunder on offense or on defense. So this is kind of funny. If you add up the PERs of the three players that the Thunder sent out and the two players that we got back from the Bulls, the difference is not even one, which is insane. So the Thunder are getting back basically two very productive players for three players that made, like Cameron Payne, like he's got some potential. Joffrey, like he was good in spots. Uh, Anthony Morrow was really bad this year for two guys that are ready to contribute now. So their bench, I mean, obviously those two guys are coming off the bench tonight. We know that Sabonis is starting. But those two guys are going to help today. And then uh, Doug is going to help a lot going forward. He's a guy that can shoot the ball. I don't understand why the Bulls got rid of him. I, I think that he needed a change of scenery, obviously, but I don't understand them getting rid of him. I mean, they want to play pace and space. At least they say they want to. And then they got rid of their best shooter. Now now Fred Hoiberg is the best shooter on the Bulls. Yeah. Except for Morrow. <laughs> and Morrow. But Doug McDermott is a bigger body and can do a little yes. bit more than, than Morrow, too. So without a doubt, now what do you want to do? You want to play Morrow the same minutes as McDermott? No, I mean, the, the thing is that now the Thunder have a three. And you don't have to worry about Kyle Singer getting minutes anymore because there is a three that's starting already. Yeah. Cheer for that, please. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Kyle Singer won't see the court anymore. They have two guys that can play the three now. And including, I mean, for some reason they think Jeremy Grant can play the three. So he's going to do that too. But this is great news, Thunder fans, because I, I really do believe that Singler will be waived either very soon or in the summertime. They're not going to carry out his contract. That's not going to happen. There has never been a more hated player. He's just so bad. He is so He's bad. Like, and the thing is that there are bad... Like, Kendrick Perkins was not great in his tenure with the Thunder, but people love him. Kyle doesn't, like, help himself out at all. Like, he does weird things. He's not good. His personality's not great. Bad right, haircut. Right now, he's got a tiny little baby ponytail. It's terrible. He, it's, if you he's not helping it, himself. It's pretty rough. But I think it's a, an enormous move for the Thunder. I want to ask you guys, what do you think? Weston, maybe you can answer this. What do you think? The wh- Why would the Bulls make this move? They don't know what they're doing. Uh, exactly. Sam Presti's Presti's a Jedi. Jedi. I was actually really curious how those calls go. Does Sam like coax them into this deal? Like, no, you, you want this deal. Trust me, you really want Anthony Morrow in exchange <laughs> for Doug McDermott. Like, this is, this is what... It's obviously they believe in Cameron Payne to some extent, right? Yeah. You almost have to if you make the deal. There's really no other reason to do it because, you know, Joff is good, but... And I'm not, not sure if you... And I'm not sure if you heard, so Brian Windhorst and uh, Zach Lowe and uh, Kevin Arnovitz yeah. had a podcast today, and one of the things they talked about is the fact that that they do believe in campaign, and, and Arnovitz actually was kind of with them. Like, campaign does have this potential. He really liked him coming out of Murray State. Yeah. So there is that. They didn't want to sign Taj, and they didn't want to go in the position where they wouldn't get anything back for him. The, the Doug McDermott one's the one that's very confusing. Hey, by the way, if you are at all claimed to be a Thunder Media locally, his dad will follow you on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. So we got followed by Coach McDermott yesterday, which was a very strange moment. I'm into that. 
So now we're now officially sponsored by Coach McDermott. That's right. And everything this we say about him will be very positive. This is brought to you by McBucks. By, by the McBucks. And that at least guarantees that we will never treat him as we treat Kyle Singler because we know <laughs> his dad is following Kyle us. Singler is an ever... Or in, not Doug Doug McDermott is in every way the anti-Kyle Singler, right? He is the Great anti- hair. Great He's anti- got great hair. <laughs> great guy, right? He's not awkward. No, he's and not. And he can he actually shoot the basketball. So That's the, a great thing. Yeah. The, the thing that I think stands out to me the most about the trade, and the thing I'm the most excited about, surprised about, is they didn't actually trade Andre Robertson in the trade. Right. Which rumored... Rumored through hugs. All day. Yeah, that he was a part of it. <laughs> right. And uh, anyway, so I, I'm so the, there's a few parts of that. Number one, the Thunder are going to have to pay him. What we've heard is that he was offered four years at $40 million, so $10 million a year. Four for 48. Four for 48 and turned it down. So he turned down $12 million a year for four years. Yeah, or we've heard <laughs> we don't ha- – I'm not telling anybody anything. Keep going. So, But that's, that's kind of a rumored number that we've heard out there. And so the truth – may not be that, but it may be somewhere around there. And what you see in the midst of all of that is the fact that they're going to have to pay him. What What do you guys think the market will be for Andre Robertson? Well, I, th- I think that you look at Solomon Hill and then you say, Andre Robertson is better than Solomon Hill. And he should be paid a lot of money. So what's Solomon Hill make? He's got like $12 million a year. But I don't know. Like, has, so, he, has he played himself into that $48 million? It takes all. It takes is one one team. Yeah, it takes so, one team to to make that mistake. I, I mean, I, I think that he's very good. Do you want to pay him fifteen million? I I say no. You don't. Because I feel like it was his performance in the playoffs last year that made him turn down this hypothetical number. It's that he possible. said I could get more than this because I can be better than even he was in the playoffs, and he was great in the playoffs. Yeah. So I think he's kind of played himself out of this hypothetical number. Because he hasn't been as good this year. And what you hope is that the Thunder, by not including in this trade, by fighting for him not to be in the trade, Bulls wanted him. And they said no, is what the rumors are, at least, is maybe he sees the value that the Thunder placed on him, and then maybe he sees his own value. So let me take a quick poll of the audience that are listening. If you had to give Andre Robertson $10 million a year for four years, would you do it? Raise your hand if you would do it. There's a lot of hands. Raise your hand if you think that is way too much money for Andre Robertson. We've got right. uh, we got two hands. The yays win. Yeah. So okay, okay. So so, so it sounds like we're all signing him this off season. That'll be fun. <laughs> Let's all pull. We're all pulling our money together yeah. after this. So <laughs> get your wallets out. <laughs> we're gonna pass around a bucket. He's gonna yeah. be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the fact that they kept him though allows this team to be. I mean, they may have the best defensive lineup in the league now. Yeah. Like, they're starting lineup if... And, and I know that Sabonis is, is starting, but theoretically, I mean, Todd Gibson is really their power forward, right? I mean, he's going to play a bulk of the minutes. So those five could be the best defensive lineup in the league. Uh, probably next to, like, Utah has a really great defensive lineup. But they're going to be very good. And if they close with those guys and Russ is hot, they're going to be really tough to stop. And they've been tough to stop in the crunch time anyways, but they're, they're going to be even tougher yeah, to stop now. That's what I was thinking about. How We've been so good in crunch time minutes, and now we just made a trade that made us better. Yeah. Like, the, the, the guys that we go, let go, they weren't seeing crunch time ever. They're, and the, they're just inconsistent. And that's one thing that we talked a little bit about before this, is that now with Todd Gibson, you know what you're going to get every single night. Yeah. Um, he, 
he's got a really positive PR. He's 15.8 PR. So he's like a very like average contributor across the board on offense. And then defensively, he's 12th among power forwards and DRPM, which is very good. Like he's a very good player. Um, overall, um, in RPM, he's the he's ranked 32nd among power forwards and in, in, in RPM, and which is good. I think something too with Taj is. It, in the starting lineup is if you compare him to Sabonis, you can look at Sabonis and be like, oh, but Sabonis can shoot threes and can stretch the floor. But really, Todd Gibson, now you have, um, along with Steven Adams, a really good pick setter. He's, he can also really set, like, super good picks for Russ. He's good in the mid-range. He's good at rolling to the basket. You gave that PER, which is mostly an offensive stat. Yeah. I mean, this actually will probably free up Russ a little bit more in that starting lineup and we'll give him more to work with than when Savonis is uh, in. If he, he's not going to start, but if, when the, if they do play that five-man yeah. lineup together, I do worry about the spacing because Taj doesn't, he's not going to stand out at the three-point line. And that's where no, Savonis did provide more spacing. But the thing is that you're going to, I mean, you can get you know close to a double-double every night from Taj Gibson. Yeah. And so... And Sabonis hadn't earned, like, his defender to move out there with him, though. I mean, he's out there at the three, but you really weren't seeing the space that much. Another Uh, thing which I think is important, this opens up a roster spot for the Thunder, which could be Kendrick Perkins. Kendrick Perkins. It could be. that. I mean, that's a legitimate rumor. Like, that is... He's. I think he's still in Oklahoma City. I think he's just sitting there waiting. He's supporting it, and he, he kind, wants it to happen. He wants it. To he, happen. Does. he does. He does. He's kind of the reason the rumor happened. Yeah. He, he he's the one that put it out there. In that in that interview he had with I don't know if it's Eric Horn or Darnell Mayberry or Mayberry or uh, I think Brett, it was Eric Horn. Yeah. But whoever it was in the Oklahoma, he was just like, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe. It's like, what are you doing? But for me, it's hard for me to think about adding Kendra Perkins whenever it's like we have a glaring need for a backup point guard. And when you talk about RPM, if you look at the very last spot at RPM, guess what name you see? Kendrick. In for point guards. Samash Perkins. Christian. He's the very last guy. He's very bad. He can play a little bit of defense. And he dribbles up to his head. He can't. He's he's a guy that's really not going to contribute a whole lot to this team. And I don't in, know if you guys it, saw this today, but Norris Cole followed the Thunder. <gasps> Who did? Oh, Norris Cole. There. He's actually been linked to the Thunder for a while. Yeah, Norris Cole I would not be is an option. And we'll talk a little bit about buyout options later. But one of the things that they were maybe expecting in my mind is that Victor Oladipo would take some of those backup minutes. Victor Oladipo is inactive tonight, and so he will not be playing at all. So we'll get to see. What they do. Is that official? Luckily, they're playing the Lakers. It is official. Oh. Abrinos will play more. McBuckets will play more, which will be super fun. And it's against the Lakers, which should be super fun. Yep. I'm going to yes. tell <laughs> McBuckets, I'll tell you this. I haven't like, followed him a whole lot the past few years. He's a lot thicker than I remember. He's a thicker daddy than you think. He's a little He's thicker. He's a little thicker. He's a little bit thicker. Okay, so... One of the things that we're going to do tonight, and, and I want to start with the Thunder trade, is we're going to rank every trade that happened. And because we're, we're abnormal human beings, we're going to do an abnormal scale in order to grade our trades. And so we're going to do fast food restaurants. It's one of our original go-tos, which you may have not known, and so I shouldn't have said it. But the number one, if your rank was an A, if you had an A trade, you're getting a Chick-fil-A if you got a B trade, you're getting a Taco Bueno. Should we explain them why first? No. Chick- Chick-fil-A at A, because it's perfect. It's perfect every, every time. time. Perfect every time And it's you go. their pleasure. Yes. And the right barbecue sauce is back. It's back. It's back, and it's here to stay. 
Okay. And, and so, so C is McDonald's. No, it's, why? Well, I don't want to. Bueno is just like. It's, bueno. It's the second best. Andrew has a good, a good explanation. Bueno is very good. It's very good. It has an argument for number one. But not every Taco Bueno is good. You can get some bad right? Bueno. You can go to a Bueno that is so bad and you're like, oh my, I can't go there anymore. I, I'm going to get but there. There are a few Buenos me. that are just excellent every time. But every Chick fil A is great. Not every Bueno. Uh. So number okay. three is McDonald's. So your C grade. It's middle of the road. It's just kind of there. You know what you're you getting. You know what you're going to get. It just is. It just it is. is. Number four. This is the hottest debated one, and I hope that you're not upset. So this is our D ranking, Long John Silver's, which is just a strange fast food place. I'll say I'm upset. I like it. If you're a fan of Long John Silver's in the room, raise your hand just real quick. Here, my Silver's, bro. We got Luke. We got two people. There's we got two Silver's. There's two bros. Who's there's my Long John Silver's? Bros. And then number. Hell yeah, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> number. Here's the thing. Here's what makes it a D rating is because it's they they have never mopped ever. No. They never mop the floors. They don't purchase mops for the never restaurant. They've never mopped, and their chicken and their fish taste exactly it the same. just alike, but that's, that's, that's part of that's their a charm. Bad side. That's a hey, bad thing. But thing. can I get anybody that's raised their hand and gone and just ordered crunchies from Long John Silver's? Just had some crunchies? How many people have been that poor? Here we go, right here. This <laughs> guy? Crunchies. I, I'd go, no, I, I would yeah. argue that not only do those two items taste the same, that everything at Long John Silver's it is. tastes exactly it's the all, same. It is it all fried in just a big thing. All they yeah. have, yeah, one fryer, chicken, french fries, I'm hush puppies, <laughs> fish. If you just put so much vinegar on it, it all tastes great. It all tastes like vinegar. <laughs> it's so good. So what really we good. understand is Luke likes vinegar. Yeah. So, Love and it. then. The F is Taco Mile because it's the worst. Because it's trash food. It is. It's bad. If you trash. like Taco Mile, I'm sorry. If you're a Mile fan, not really. shout out to Mile, anybody? Oh. We've got a Mile table in the back. Hey, if, got, if we... Mile guy over here, my, too. Wow. My, my fear when I said that we F is Taco Mile is the F is I thought we're going to have somebody that like franchises them here. And we're oh, gonna be no. Like, <laughs> Never mind. Never no. mind. We'll put Taco Bell in there because well, that's also coupons, trash. Who owns Taco Mayo? <laughs> no. Here's the thing. Here's my reason. Here's my reason and my hatred for Taco Mayo. At OSU, our freshman year, me and Andrew's freshman year, Taco Mayo was in Kerr Drummond, which was the dorm, yeah. and it was the worst, it's the worst food on the planet. By far. It was all soggy. It was all gross. Mm. And I hate it. <laughs> mm. Okay, I have a few questions for you regarding the Thunder trade before we move on to yeah, grading the trades. Okay, tell me this. Fill in the blank. This will go to Weston first. Taj Gibson is the blank best player on the Thunder now. Sixth. Okay. Sixth. Is that too low or too high? Ooh, spike. Too low. I have oh. him as the fifth best player. So... Obviously, number one is Russ. Russ. Two is Adams. Adams. Three is Victor. Victor. Four is Cantor. Ennis. Five. Tosh. Who's your five? Who's 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 your five, Weston? Anybody have a five that's above that? Stop it. McBuckets. McBuckets. I like that. I like to hear that. I don't think it's true, but I like to hear it. McBuckets and Tosh. Alex Abrinas is the only one because I like have a weird oh, like he I want to he's my son he is your son he is my son he's a I want to take him home and nurture him he's a beautiful boy he's a beautiful he's a beautiful boy 
<laughs> I okay. actually rocked facial hair similar to his at some point in my life. Sorry. That's good. Okay, next question. Doug McDermott, Dougie McBuckets, Douglas. Doug is the blank best player. Or Douglas on Richard. Douglas Dick McBuckets is the blank best player on the Thunder. That is his middle name. It's Richard. You can call him Dick, too. Just, just so you know. He's not just being profane. Dick, what do you got, Weston? Well, I guess I'm convinced that he is now the sixth because I, I, I don't <laughs> understand who else would, would be there. <laughs> what happened is you thought you surely... You me into, into changing my mind. <laughs> you thought surely that we had more than four players that were good. Yeah, you'd, you'd like to do that math. We don't. And, Weston, what's your opinion? No, it's Six. wrong! No! <laughs> <laughs> Weston, we want to hear from you so we can shame you. It's no! <laughs> These guys are jerks. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for inviting me to the pod. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I think it's really tough because he falls into that group of guys who, like, we don't really know what we're getting from these guys night in, night out. And some really, there's some really weird split numbers for McDermott. So just, just I'm going to run through some numbers that I, that I found today. So from above the break, he's shooting 35% from three. And then the corners, he's shooting 40%, which is really good. Uh, he has 114 he has 114 assisted buckets this season. He has only 22 unassisted makes. So he's basically going to be catch and shoot. In the restricted area, though, he's shooting 61%, which shows that he's like a slasher, a guy that can get to the, can get to the bucket a little bit. And now here's the weird part. His splits are so weird. So you, you break it down by quarter. In the first quarter, he shoots 20% from three. In the second quarter, he shoots 51% from three. Down to the third quarter, 33%. And then in the fourth quarter, he shoots 26% from three. So it's very strange. He's only shooting very well from three in the second quarter. Uh, I know that it's it's kind of a small sample, but not really. He's been doing this with the Bulls all season. So basically, you only just play him the whole second quarter and then just sit him the rest, <laughs> right? Because he's shooting 50% like from three during quarter. that quarter. It's crazy. It's really, really weird. That's but really you have weird. to assume that he gets like this hard reset. Um, who was throwing him the basketball? Yeah. Exactly. Everything yeah. changes. Exactly. If, if they can tie him to Westbrook as much as they can, it is going to change his career because he can catch and shoot. And if they can. He's not going to start, and he's not going to be a guy that's going to play with the starters a whole lot. But if they can bring him in to play with Westbrook, it's going to change his entire career. I mean, if you run him with Samaj, or Samaj, I don't even know how you pronounce yeah. his name at this point, but are you really utilizing him the best? It's almost like you have to run him out there with Russ no. just to get the most out and of so, him. And what I've thought with the second unit, you saw Abrinas throw that pass to Cantor in the post. I wonder if that's going to be McBuckets or if McBuckets is going to be above the break because he loves that above the break three. So I wonder if Doug is just going to be sitting above the break while Abrinas passes it. He passes it back out. Then you're not swinging it to Jeremy Grant. Then you're not swinging it to Andre Robertson. You're not swinging it to Joffrey Laverne there. You're swinging it to Doug McDermott who's going to hit that shot. All I know is they may be awful defensively, but offensively with Abrinas, McDermott, and Cantor on the floor. And likely Sabonis will play with them. Or Grant. They'll yeah. score at will and with that crew. McDermott is more than just a three-point shooter. He's a very exactly. good three-point shooter, but he's a scorer. He's I a mean, scorer. Yep. his whole time through college, the dude can score. And even on the Bulls, he's good at getting yeah. to the hoop. And it, he can score He can anywhere. score in the post a little bit. Yeah. I mean, the Bulls didn't post him up a lot, and the Thunder aren't going to either. But he can score as a post-up player. He yeah. can score in the mid-range. I mean, he, you're right. You're he exactly opens right. up a lot more for that second unit. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Guys, I think we need to power through some of the other trades that happened in the league. 
with our rating system of fast food places. So real quick, what do you so based on our rating system, what do you give the Thunder Trade? I think that it's a solid bueno. I gave it a bueno. bueno as well. I don't think that it's like I don't think this is like a it's slam a B, dunk deal. A good B because I think Taj will definitely make a difference on this team today. But then when you look at McDermott, like I think he'll be good. Uh, but he's been very hit or miss with the Bulls, so I don't think that you can just give it an A because of that. All right. I'm a big homer. I'm going Chick-fil-A. You're going, oh, oh, baby. We got a guy who can shoot. He wears mid-high socks. I'm into all that stuff. (laughs) Yeah. I give it a Chick-fil-A. Yes. I think the thing is, is I'm one of those guys that tries to, like, sometimes randomly be not, like, over the top not biased, and so I probably give it a Chick-fil-A really but I wanted to act like I'm not a blatant homo, but I am. <laughs> Jay, Jay, we know your secrets. Know. Just be honest. Be honest. Your friends here. Okay, let's power through some trade grades. First, the Hawks got Irsan Ilyasova and the Sixers. Hold on. Is that what, right? Yeah. yeah. The Hawks sent... Here, why don't you read They're below? Backwards. Read okay. below that. Read below the that. Ha- the Hawks got Tiago Splitter for... Arizona no. Ilyasova with God. the Sixers. You're doing such a good job. So it was written very confusingly. <laughs> it's it's not. I promise you, it's not. Hawks, really. Sixers, Arizona Ilyasova, Tiago Splitter, great it. Um, I think this is just a. It's a McDonald's. McDonald's this baby. is so McDonald's. Like, okay, great. Tiago Splitter's not going to play, and they get a pick. But Ilyasova will get some minutes for the Hawks. He'll play. He'll play off the bench. He'll do some shooting. But it's just kind of a Zaire trick. He's fine. He's not going to move the needle too much. Brian Colangelo Colangelo said he makes the math work. That was his rationale. He makes (laughs) the math work. Well, okay. I've never felt so good. That's beautiful. Next! All right. The Washington Wizards get Bojan Bojanovic. God, the bone dog. And the bone dog, the bone dog, and Chris McCullough. The Brooklyn Nets get Andrew, Andrew Nicholson. Oh my God, Andrew, Andrew Nicholson, and Marcus Thornton, <laughs> and a 2017 first round pick that is lottery protected. This is my first time to ever read. That is actually my name, and we've been best friends since the sixth grade. Literally, there's one way to spell Andrew, and it's spelled exactly like that. Sorry, Andrew. guys. Uh, so the Bone Dogs going to uh, the Zards. It's it's a good deal for them. I think that he will help them. He's off the bench. He shoots threes. Weston, what do you got? Giving up a first seems a little steep. I don't know. I, I really just wanted to say Bone Dong, so I'm out <laughs> at this point. Give it to the Bone Dogs. I just gave it to McDonald's. It'll it'll move the needle just this much for oh, the okay. Wizards. So we kind of have to grade it for each team, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think it's a... I mean, their first-round pick is going to be in the 20s, right? And also, you look at, like, what the Thunder did. Like, they got these guys without giving up a first-round pick, and you're like, oh. Like, wouldn't the Wizards be a lot better if they had these two players instead of just the Bone Dong? Yes. I mean, a lot better. Next! (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm not sure we're ready to move on, but Luke is ready. I'm ready. The Lakers get Corey Brewer in a 2017 first-round pick that is unprotected. The Houston Rockets get Lou Williams. Interesting fact about Lou Williams I learned today. He has two girlfriends that are completely fine with the situation. <laughs> Where did yeah. you learn that? I, uh, my friend told me. And Drake that a song is awesome. <laughs> if, if, there are two girl, if there are two best friends that are women out there that are interested, call me. <laughs> Do they have any uh, best friends? They, they all go on dates 
together. No. Swear no, 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 no. to God. Well, this is Google a, it. They all go on dates together. Get well, ready. Then Lou Williams gets a Chick-fil-A. This is a Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Clearly. Get ready. Whoa. Houston area party of three headed your way. <laughs> For Houston, without a doubt, this is a Chick-fil-A. Oh, it's the biggest Chick-fil-A. Lou Williams had seven three-pointers last night. He's very good. Houston, so here's the real question about this trade. So it's obvious Chick-fil-A. Where does it... Houston's good, man. They're good, and now they have a guy that can be like quasi-James Harden when James Harden's not in the game, right? Yeah. I mean, Lou Williams has been one of the better... He's, he would have won the sixth man of the year, right? They have the him, two, or, him or Aaron Gordon. Two top candidates for sixth man of the year on the same team. Yeah, Daryl Morey called them the seventh man of the year whenever they traded nah, for him. Shut up, Daryl. <laughs> They're going to be good off, and offensively because, I mean, Lou Williams cannot stop me. I mean, he is not good on defense, so... I want to put that to the test. I He's think got Come on, Lou. Bring your two girlfriends. We'll meet you at the gym, Let's Lou. Let's do it. What do you think for the Lakers? Uh, that was a weird way to say all that. That's what I said to it, yeah, them, no, and now I'm saying it to you. I think, um, I think Magic needed to do something. Um, right off the bat, he got a first, which was like gold. That's great. At the deadline. So, yeah. um, you know, it was I, good I, gave it a, I gave it a bueno uh, for the Lakers. Yeah. Just to get a first, and Corey Brewer is. Yeah, Corey Brewer is what got two. I think he's got two years left on his contract, and so they'll, I mean, he'll fade out. It's a great deal. They, it was good. This made sense for both teams. Yeah. It was, both teams won from this. Lou yeah. Will is the Chick fil A, though, because he. Went from L.A. to Houston. That's, that's oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. No yeah. joke. <laughs> Talk about somebody who was excited about that trade. That's, uh, that's excuse me. Yeah, please. Thank you. Next, the New Orleans Pelicans get Demarcus Cousins and Omir Caspi. Omir. Omir Caspi. Try to read the. the try to read the letters again. The O. Omri. Omri Caspi. Yeah, okay. You got okay. it, brother. The Sacramento Kings get Buddy Heald. Tyreek Evans, Langston's Galloway, a 2017 first-round pick, and a future second-round pick. I mean, this is straight-up Mayo for the Kings, right? Yeah. That's I wouldn't be surprised if Taco Mayo is, like, the only thing served inside their arena, right? Ooh, yeah. Gosh, man. That's awfully heavy. It's awfully true. So here's the thing. (laughs) So I'm putting a... An incomplete or like a oh come on, buddy. He said Buddy Heald has Seth Curry, not Seth. Seth Curry. He does he absolutely Seth have Seth, Seth Curry. Curry. He has Seth Curry, yes. Seth Curry potential, which Ab- is true. Absolutely true. <laughs> Everybody misunderstood him. He said Seth Curry. Yeah, he said Seth Curry, and someone someone made a big boo boo. <laughs> Here's the deal: is we don't know what this trade's going to look like. It looks awful right now. We know what it looks like, Jay. Okay. okay. I'm trying to so spin bad. this better. Don't do I this. I just think the fact that Cousins, I think they're, the fact <laughs> that there was such hesitation on people with Cousins makes me <laughs> hesitate a little more than giving that a Chick-fil-A for the Pelicans. Okay, but after the trade was completed, other teams came out and said, we would have wanted to get in on this. Vlade wouldn't answer our calls. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's a bad deal. Also, let's pay attention to the color of Jay's microphone. Kings I'm a, fan. I'm a Kings He's fan. A Kings fan. <laughs> I'm not a Kings fan at all. Maybe I like Buddy though, but it's, not as an NBA player. No, this, this is Chick Fil A for New Orleans, and this is Taco Mayo for the Kings. Yep. Okay, so guys, here's a question. I want to hear what that trade call sounded like with Vladivac getting the call to make this trade, Andrew. Can we take this man to the trade machine? 
Who's going to be Del Demps? Hello? Are you hey, Vladi. Okay. Ring, 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 ring. I ring, forget. Ring, ring. I, you're always this role, so it's hard for me to get... Okay, call me. Ring, 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 ring. De Vladi to you? Hello, this is Del Demps. Oh, the one basketball to you on now. Vladi, how are you doing? Oh, doing good. I have a trade for you, but it's very underwhelming. The what? It's very underwhelming. Why you tell me? I just want to set you up. All right, so what I want you to take... What do you we, want wa- we want DeMarcus Cousins. The boogie. We, we want the boogie. <laughs> We're going to give you Tyreek Evans. Mm. Langston Galloway. Mm. A 2017 first-round pick. And a future, not first, second-round pick. But we also want Omri Caspi. You want to include the buddy for the boogie? The buddy for the boogie. <laughs> you did not say the buddy for the boogie or the boogie for the buddy. The boogie for the buddy. The boogie for the buddy. <laughs> All Vivek wants is the boogie for the buddy. I don't care how you make it work. <laughs> we want the, the boogie for the buddy. The boogie for the boogie for buddy. Buddy for boogie. Who are you? Del Dimps. New Orleans New Orleans Pelicans. Okay. Used to be the Hornets. Used to be what? <laughs> I haven't been doing, I haven't done this for long. Vladi. I've been having passing basketballs to you for some time, but not <laughs> not of the too much of basketballs around. All you have to think about, Vladi. Buddy Boogie. The boogie for the buddy. Let's do the boogie for the buddy right now. <laughs> boogie for the buddy. And the give buddy me the buddy, the I'll give you the boogie. And that is probably how it happened. That's that was a live look in. <laughs> yes. Live look into the Sacramento Down Kings to War Dunk Room. Podcast exclusive. Next, <laughs> the Toronto Raptors got Serge Ibaka. The Orlando Magic got Terrence Ross in a 2017 first round pick. So Chick-fil-A for, for the Raptors. Chick-fil-A for, Chick-fil-A the, Chick-fil-A Chick-fil-A for, the, Raptors. for the Raptors. Straight up Chick-fil-A. Yeah. They're getting the barbecue sauce. They're getting the number one. Make it spicy. Take the pickles off. Give me a hey. sweet tea. That's it. Hey, you stop that. I mean, that's like my order exactly. Oh, it's good. I add cheese. I, I, keep yo, that I, cheese away from me, so man. So what about... I add cheese so, too, man. So what about for Ross? What about the magic? I mean, it's 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 fine. I mean, they he's not going to come back, right? So, I mean, no. they had to... They had to Get something back for him, and it's it's fine. It's, You're gonna get a pick in the twenty. Here, I can't even say I can't even say it's fine though because it's a makeup trade for a terrible move in the first place. Like you sign Serge Ibaka and you do everything that they did in in off season, right? And now it's a trade like, oh crap, that was a bad move. Okay, let's try to get something. I guess why I think it's it. fine is that they just didn't hold on to Serge and let him walk, right? Yeah. So now you at least have Terrence Ross is on a good you deal going forward. Ten million a year is great for Terrence Ross. You get a pick. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's fine. I mean, it's definitely... I mean, this is Long John Silvers. I mean, they did not mop the floors before they gave them no. this pick, right? But it's it, it's fine. I mean, they it's not awful for them, but it's not great. Here's the end question. We were talking Long John Silvers. When they left, did they ring the bell? Every time. I didn't know that was a thing that still happened. <laughs> what is that? I didn't end, know. When you leave Long John Silvers, there's a bell that you can ring if they did a good job. Oh, I had no clue. I ring the hell out of that bell. <laughs> 
Next. Next. <laughs> the Brooklyn Nets got KJ McDaniels, and the Houston Rockets got cap space. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most McDonald's deal ever. Yeah. Who cares? Oh, yeah. Next. <laughs> the Toronto Raptors got PJ Tucker. And uh, the Phoenix Suns got Jared Sullinger in a 2017 and 2018 second round pick. Here's the here's what I'm most glad about right now. It has nothing to do with this trade. Is that three or two other people printed off the rundown with me, which is great because I'm usually the only one who prints it off. Come on. I was like taking notes. Oh, well, that was awful. There we go. We're replacing somebody with Weston. That's right. You have to drive to my house every Friday at six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Come on. Okay, I'll do it. What's well, a great and we're we're powering through uh, for the. I mean, to get what they got for... I mean, they traded away Jared Sollinger and two second-round picks. I mean, that's really, really good for the Raptors. That's a Chick-fil-A again. It's a Chick-fil-A. He's a hot boy, and he's hungry for chicken. Sollinger's not good. They actually already waived him. Yeah. Next! So so they got two second-rounders for it. Next! Like a win for Krispy Kreme in the Arizona State area. Listen, don't... (laughs) Just do the last one. Okay, next! (laughs) The Philadelphia 76ers got... Andrew Bogut and Justin Anderson, a top team protected first round pick. The Dallas Mavericks got Nerlens Noel. Um, Actually, the only thing I wrote here was Hinky didn't die for this. That's it. (laughs) That's so true. This is not. This is not great for the Sixers. No, because this is not a first round pick. It is the most fake first-round pick ever. It's top 18 protected. They're not getting this pick. They're getting yeah. two second-round picks for, for Nerlens Noel, and they're getting Justin Anderson. Right now, Justin Anderson, he's an athlete. He can defend. He is not – he cannot shoot right now. So if he develops as a shooter, great. Like, they got a pretty decent deal. If he doesn't, this is a bad deal. He's, like, kind of Andre Roberson. Yeah. Roberson with a oh, really oh, bad no. Yeah. Roberson. Yeah. I'm he, sorry. Yeah, he is. He's – He's but also, fine. and you have to look at it like, what are what's Philadelphia going to do with Andrew Bogut? Andrew, excuse me, Luke. Andrew Bogut. Andrew Bogut. Like they're going to they, wave him. They're going to wave him. Yeah. Okay. It's a bad. It's a terrible trick. They're it's wa- <laughs> right. For they're waving him. It's good for the Mavs. I think it's a bueno yeah. for the Mavs. Like they'll, yes. they'll resign him this summer. It's basically like he and Harrison Barnes are like the two guys are moving forward with. It's fine. Whatever. Very good. Very good. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to some Twitter questions. Twitter questions. The drop. I need the drop. Nope. No drop. All right. Well, our first Twitter question comes from at Ethan underscore Michael, who wants to know, besides the boogie trade, did the Thunder come away with the best haul of the week? I think that you have to first look at the Serge Ibaka trade before you look at what the Thunder did, because I think... But at the same time, I wonder how much better Ibaka is than Taj Gibson. I think he's better because he can shoot threes, but I don't think that like the difference between their defense is all that much. Um, and then I think Taj is better. Like he's got a better floor game. He's got a better post game. Like Serge can't post up at all. Taj Gibson's like got that in his game. So I think I think that you would say that it's the Thunder because they got Taj Gibson. And they got Doug McDermott for three players that weren't that useful. So we needed shooting so badly so that, that it, it's yeah. just it's a lifesaver when yes. we needed it the most. So I, you know the argument could certainly be made that we got the best haul. I think it's I, I, think, I, I think it's the Thunder. I would still go to Raptors though. 
because of what they what they traded for Serge Ibaka and what Serge Ibaka yeah. means to that team. Sure, it was a better trade. Yeah, he, I'm going to go with that. They one. need. I mean, they needed him badly. But I'm just talking about the overall return. The Thunder didn't give up. They gave up three players that weren't contributing a whole lot for two players that are going to contribute. Terrence Ross is good. He's at least good. Okay, bringing up our shooting. Our next Twitter question comes from that true talk. Who wants to know, since Sabonis has been shooting 35% field goal percentage and a 15% three-point field goal percentage since Christmas, how worried are we? Oklahoma City acquiring Gibson makes at that true talk really worried. Not, not worried. Not worried at all, no. He's I, I, 20 years old. He's in a shooting slump. But it's not like he's not contributing in other areas. Like, he's still been playing really well in defense. He's still moving the ball really well. He's still, still doing the little things on the court. Uh, his shot has been short. Fred Katz did a ton of research. Um, he, Fred Katz put out a tweet about his shooting and how he's missed short on almost everything uh, since December. And he watched literally every shot that happened, which I feel kind of bad for Fred on that. But he watched every shot, and he's missing short. He hasn't played a season this long ever. Uh, he hasn't really even shot this many threes. If you look back at his college career, he didn't shoot this many threes. Uh, I do expect him to be a good three-point shooter. He killed it in the draft, uh, in the draft workouts. Like he was a guy that was hitting, you know, like seventy to ninety percent of his threes in draft workouts. And a lot of people don't know that, but he was. So I think that he's going to shoot well eventually. I think he'll be like a thirty-five to thirty-seven percent career uh, three-point shooter. But uh, this season, he's hit the rookie wall. He's he's shooting short. He's tired. He's never traveled this much. Uh, but I expect him to be one of the cornerstones of this team going forward. And you can't and you can't just look at his three point shooting and his shooting overall. Like look at the things he was terrible at the start of the season, right? Like defense, especially post defense. Yeah. He was awful, and he was fouling out and building up fouls really quickly. Yeah. And he's gotten so much better at that up until this point. So I'm not worried at all. He's a rookie. It's whatever. Todd just helps this team for sure. Next, our next Twitter question. Where does this "nex" <laughs> come know, from? But I like it. It's effective, and uh, I like effective? it. Effective. It's effective. Okay. All right. Our next Twitter question comes from at Dubsack, who wants to know with the trade <laughs> and OKC's soft remaining schedule, does anyone want to revise their win totals of the Thunder for this year, and what seed? Will they have? In, in terms of the win total, I had them at 50, which would be 18 and 7 to finish the season, which yep. it's doable because the schedule is pretty soft, like Dubsack mentioned. But at the same time, we, we've seen these people kind of fall short in some games that uh, we, we thought otherwise. But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm sticking with 50. Let's 50. They're winning 7. 50. They're going to win 50 games. So the Thunder I, are currently 32 and 25. Yeah. There's 25 games left on the schedule. It's a pretty easy schedule going forward. The thing, I looked at a pretty kind of conservative view of how the Thunder would play that, that remaining schedule out. I have them at 50 and 32 as well. It's funny that we all three went there. What does that mean? So at the beginning of the season... If you you said if if the Thunder get to fifty wins, yeah, that Russell Westbrook has a legitimate shot at the MVP. He without a doubt has a shot. He averages a triple double. They win fifty games. He wins the MVP. He does. He is the MVP. It's going to happen. Ooh. It should. I'm just not. I'm just not as sure. And I haven't been. As I'm sure not about either. That this whole season. Maybe. I just think Harden's gonna. I just think Harden's still gonna. Get Harden. It. Har- I don't know. I don't know. 
they're, Harden's, Harden's good. They're going to have a better record, but I think it's. I think Westbrook's going to okay. win. If you okay. think that Russell Westbrook's the MVP of the NBA, go ahead and shout out for me. Yeah, yeah Thunder fans! I'm not surprised. Not, not, <laughs> not a lot of Rocket fans yeah. in here. <laughs> All right, next. Our next. next Twitter question comes from at Ben Vance, who wants to know what's the worst trade you ever made in your own life? At Ben Vance once traded a full, no, a fruit roll-up for a cookie, and it turned out to be raisin. It's a bad trade. In kindergarten, I was hanging out with Matt Winsler, who you know, who know no that. one else in this room knows. And I traded a, uh, a Ghostbuster action figure for a Ninja Turtle action figure, which I grew to regret from the day after. Mm. It was. I traded a uh, like a core member of the Ghostbuster crew for a bit piece of the Ninja Turtle world, and I've never. I I still can't come to terms with it. Yeah, it's I'm a bad trade. That's a tough loss. You traded an Egon. I got two trades. You got Egon for Donatello. Egon? No, no, he's talking bit player. So he's talking about Egon. For like Rocksteady. Uh, Rocksteady. Oh, it was a bad gosh. trade. It's a bad trade. Like Casey Jones. I'll say I, I was a, I made a mistake. I'll say this. When I was a little kid, I loved Ninja Turtle so much. When I was probably seven, I wanted to change my name to Rocksteady. Hey. I asked my parents if I could. They smartly said no. <laughs> Those are good parents. Rocksteady Stevens is a freaking great name. <laughs> Rocksteady Stevens. It is a great name. Just you can change it now. In twenty or thirty years, when you run across a young twenty-year-old that's named Rocksteady Stevens, you're going to find Luke's child. I might still name my kid Bebop. <laughs> Bebop. Who's, I got two traits. Hey, who's your lawyer? Rocksteady Stevens. Rocksteady. At yes. Law. All right, Taylor, do it. Uh, one time I traded a Flareon for a Jolteon, which was so stupid on my part. Dude, they're so the same. No, Flareon's better than Jolteon. Like, uh, also, uh, when I was in daycare, I traded a... I had an X-Wing. like a, No, I had a Y-Wing. Yeah. Uh, Star oh, Wars toy. totally I different. traded it for an X-Wing, and then I was like, no oh. way, the Y-Wing's way better. So I waited till the kid went to sleep at nap time, and I stole the Y-Wing, and I had both X-Wing and Y-Wing. <laughs> That's that was not the a best trade. trade I've ever done. Well, you're a thief. <laughs> And I'll tell you mine, and it's a dark period of my life. Sixth grade, Pokemon had been cool, had started to become uncool. So I traded uh, a hologram Charizard card for $10. You monster. Wow. You shouldn't even be here. It was worth hundreds. Wow. (laughs) Hundreds of dollars. (laughs) I was so mad. Next. Next. Our next Twitter question comes from at Smiling Contender, who says, it sounds like we're going to keep Andre Robertson. Parentheses, yay, in parentheses. What does that tell us about potential moves Presty makes this summer? I think one of the big trades that, or one of the big moves that I could see is I could see Cantor some sort of draft move for cancer. I know it's not going to be as easy as you would think or as you would hope to move cancer. Um, but I think as for a salary uh, problems, Cantor has to go. I don't know, man. Cantor is very key to what this team does. Yeah, but I think if you were to do some of these things, you're going to make a decision on what the team will do next. So, it's, I mean, the, t- the decision is, do you want Todd Gibson... And Robertson, or do you want Cantor? Or can you let them both go? And 
all the money. And bring Ooh, it. They'll have a little. The they'll only have a little bit to spend because they'll be over the cap already. I just I, I get confused about the redundancy, and I realize their skill sets are completely different. But between Adams and Cantor having so much money tied up at the same position, it freaks me out. Like internally, that's, I panic. that's the biggest problem, and especially in the league that has gone so perimeter heavy. You're perimeter heavy, and we have you're going to have thirty plus million dollars. Thirty-five million dollars lined up in two low post players. I mean, the and thun- then if you were to add Taj yeah. for ten or twelve or fourteen, the, the, I mean, the Thunder are zigging when everyone is zagging. Yeah, right. Like they're going big. They want to play big. They want to, you know, take advantage of offensive rebounds. They have Westbrook, who's an offensive rebounding monster. That, that's what they want to do, and they wanted to do that even with Kevin Durant here. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what they want to do, and. It would have to be something pretty good. They would have to get a pretty good draft pick in order to move on from him. They're not just ready to move on from him just to dump him. Yeah. yeah. I and guess. But in order to do some of these other things, money-wise, I just assume that he'd have to be somebody that had to so go. So you want to re-sign a 31-year-old Todd Gibson? Yes. For four years for you know $48 million, Or do you want to keep in a scanter who's much younger, who's still developing... I, I mean, think I don't know. If I don't you know. look at the what was it the month of February before he got injured, uh, you're looking at 25, 26 minutes a game for him. Mm-hmm. 21, 2021 is not cutting it. Like right. you can't justify the money if you're going to play him sure. that amount. But if you're going to give him 25, 26, and he's going to give you 17 and nine, then yeah, I, I have no problem keeping him around. Yeah, I don't. And, and the money thing with the bigs, I think we're not the only team that's digging when everyone else is zagging too. I mean, look at what New Orleans Pelicans just did. Yeah. Look at what the Sixers are going to do in the future. And I mean, sure. yeah, whatever. Take that for what it is. The Spurs are probably going to stay big. Yeah. For a while too. I mean, you have to consider these other teams too, and these that are yeah. going to be an issue two years from now. I think all it does really is it allows them a lot of flexibility. Yeah. You can make your – I don't think they have like in mind exactly what they're going to do today. You can move forward for Robertson. You can pay him if you want to. If he gets a too big of a salary, yeah. you know, you can move on from him. If he gives them like some sort of like hometown discount, then you take it. Like if he takes like $8 million a year, you know, going forward, like the Thunder will do that in a heartbeat. Um, so it really just allows them flexibility. Some sort of like – some strange vehicle like just a, drove by. Oh, my. Some Tulsa thing. Oh, this must be a Tulsa thing. Next. Next. Our next Twitter question, I'm sorry, comes from at Tim Kurtz, who wants to know if we have any DTD-approved nicknames for our new players. Yeah? I dug really deep today. I felt oh, like Oh, please, go, go, go. Do it. All right, so I don't think you ever change McBuckets. Like, that has to stay the same. Yes. Because it's probably legal at this point. Taj, all right, you had the Maori twins. Yeah. They had a younger brother named Taj who played smart guy. We all remember smart guy. Yes. <laughs> Taj Maori. So we're going smart guy. Right? Oh, I love this. He's a smart guy. Smart guy. You know the song. Smart guy. We watched it, Disney Channel. We watched it, yeah. I'm into it. Do you have another one? Oh, no, that's like all that. I mean. I got one for Taj. One. Okay, go. Taj Mabal's. He, oh, it's Taj Mahal. Taj Mahal's. But he plays basketball. So Taj Mahal's. Taj Mahal's. Taj Mahal's. I love this. Smart guy Taj Mahal's. Yep. And we got... Very similar. For Doug McDermott, we got Douglas now we Dick McDermott. 
Go next. <laughs> Quickly. All right. Our next Twitter question comes from at Puzzle 23 who wants to know, what does our bench lineup look like now? Shooters around Ennis to pass out to? Alex and McBockets? Alex and McBockets. So I think this would be McBockets? I know we're getting up against the clock. I want to talk a little bit about rotation. So, yeah. Andrew, why don't you and Weston kind of lead this conversation, what you all are thinking the rotations uh, fall into going forward with this trade. So I think you, you default to Samaj at the backup. Which, I think for now, I think they're, they're looking for somebody else. Right. Right. But you run Alex a lot more, which yes. is a good thing yeah. at the two. And I'm assuming Buckets will get plenty of play at the three, which yeah. if you've got both of them out there, you're, you're getting all the three-point shooting you can stomach, which is a good thing. For sure. And you run every, you're running everything through the post again, through Cantor now that he's back. And now you have shooters to swing it to, right? So whoever's making that, that pass, that entry pass to Cantor, whether it's McBuckets, whether it's uh, Abrinas, that floor is spread a lot more now. And I think that Jeremy Grant will probably play with them too, and he'll be in the opposite corner. Uh, so you, you're able to swing the ball a whole lot, which makes, it makes a ton of sense for that second unit. It makes a ton of sense for Cantor because he can go to work. Uh, not only with passing, but he'll he'll have the space to score now more than he has before. So I think that that is really helpful to the second unit. They're not going to stop anybody, right? But they're going to be able to shoot threes, and they may be able to not be such a negative when Russ is off the court now. Right. I mean, usually the thing is, Russ goes out, you're up 8, 9, 10 points. He yeah. comes back, you're down 11. Right. <laughs> and, and so, I mean, if you can just tread water is really your job and, yeah. and hold a lead or, or at least just keep it where it's at when he goes out you're good yep for sure next next our next twitter question comes from at little bit seven seven shout out to little bit shout out a little bit thanks bit. for coming to the Here pod in Tulsa. he says what potentially waived player do you want the thunder to target Okay, so this is the big question. It's a big question. So a lot of people are leaning towards Perkins. <clears throat> My preference would be to stretch Singler, stretch which means him. waive him, pay his contract over five years or Get ten years or however, 15, 20 years, however long it takes. I don't think you can do it that long, but 20 years. Do it over five years or whatever, four years. And then when I'm 50 years old, they're still playing <laughs> Kyle Singler. So I think like the only a, way that I want Kendrick Perkins is that there's two roster spots. I think they need a better backup point guard. And so that's where the names like Norris Cole, Mario Chalmers, all those come to play. So there's a there's an, a chance that somebody's going to get bought out. So the buyout season's going to be happening in the next few weeks. Yeah. There's a name of a guy that plays Ooh. in Chicago as well. Oh. Jimmy Butler. They're buying him out. He's coming buying to the Thunder. <laughs> so one of the rumored is that Rajon Rondo would get bought out. Would no. you have any... If, oh. if, oh. No, Boo him! Yeah. 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 Boo him now. Get him out of here. Goodness, all, I, all I can Jay. think of is distributing the ball with Ennis Cantor. You're thinking of like Celtics Rondo right now. You're the thinking only- of a Rondo that doesn't exist anymore. If Kendrick Perkins came to the Thunder and then you added Rondo, uh, I think you actually could. I'm on board with that. Ubuntu, right? <laughs> Bring it Ubuntu back. to the Thunder. Get out of here, Jay. That's not a good Ooh. idea. One name, <laughs> Marcelo. Huerta! Huerta! Our, our 
For the people who couldn't hear that, are you talking about Marcelo Huertas? We're talking about Huertas. Marcelo Huertas. He's not coming to the thunder. He's he's obviously not good. <laughs> oh, so who do you good. think? Do you have anybody, either one of you? I mean, Norris Cole is a guy that's been linked to the Thunder for a long time. I think that they would love to bring him in. He's a guy that can shoot it a little bit. He's just competent <laughs> enough to play 10 minutes. That's a guy that would love to bring in. I also think if Chalmers can play at all, which there's really no indications that he can, that would be a guy that I would bring in in a heartbeat. He would be really a really good backup. He can also play next to Russ because he can defend. I mean, that's a guy that if he can play, they have to bring him in, right? They just Chalmers is the guy. Chalmers yeah. is the guy. He, he's got championship experience. He played at Kansas, which you know, whatever. But you know, if it, if, if it's not if it's not <laughs> one of those guys that perk me, perk me up. Yeah. Right so, now. I mean, perk you me gotta up. you gotta wave Singler. You can bring in Perk, and then you go get Chalmers. I mean, this team would be so much better. Like even Chalmers. Like if Chalmers didn't have if he didn't have use of that Achilles tendon, he would still be better than what Cameron Payne has been this season. Yeah. True. Samash Christian. Cameron Payne. Yeah. Hey, so quick update: Alex Abrinas is starting. Victor Oladipo's out with back spasm. That's a very Ooh, cute spasm. lineup. Wow. Very Super handsome. cute. We'll give right. you the hottest breaking news here on the Down the Dunk podcast. <laughs> Let's move on because I have one final question. It's not a tweet or question. It's a question from me to you. It is, are you miffed and are you peeved? Miffed. 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 Super miffed. miffed and peeved. Do we need to play it Play it again. Play it again. Come on. Come on. Sleeping miffed. on my job. Miffed. Miffed. Miffed and peeved. That's a quick one. I'm gonna start us out. I'm super miffed. Okay, mega peeved. Tell me why. Today, this morning, I had a mediation with where some people get together to try to solve their problems, and it's <laughs> and it's led by a person, third party, not involved. So at the end of this mediation, successful mediation, Luke did a good job. This the mediator goes to the other attorney said. By the way, uh, have you ever seen The Office? You look just like Jim from The Office. And the guy was like, I get that all the time. It's great. He sort of did, so I get it. He didn't give me a celebrity that I look like. Oh, Oh. this is a selfish myth and peeved. Wow. It's like literally the most underwhelming myth and peeved I've ever heard about. He gave that guy a great compliment, and he gave me crap. None. Dude, I think you look like Kevin from The Office. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say like a Phyllis-Kevin combo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, okay, so I was super and mad. I go out to my car on Tuesday. My car, my truck doesn't start. Just dead. Click, click dead, click dead. So I go to work with my wife's truck. Fine. We call AAA. My father-in-law comes over to help. He wants to help out, and so we take it to a car lot that we know that, ha- that he works at, and they have a mechanic there. So he gets up, so I'm already pretty miffed, my car's not starting. He gets up onto the truck, the flatbed truck, to help the guy get my truck off. He falls and breaks his hand. No. Helper? My father-in-law, oh, who no. was trying to help, he broke his oh, hand. No. It's broken. He has hey. to have surgery on Monday. Hey. You gave him your kidney. He has... Literally, he can never be frustrated about anything you do. But he broke his hand. It's a spiral break down from his pinky all the way down to here. I got a question. Are you and your wife a dual truck couple? Dual truck couple. Oh, my God. That's love, y'all. You better believe it. That's DTCs. That's love. 
Welcome to Do the we got any other DTC? Welcome to any other dual jump couples here. Welcome to the DCT podcast. Taylor Weston, you got any miffed or peace? I got pretty miffed on the way down here. Oh, what happened? I know I shouldn't speak up. I'm the new guy, but driving down, had George Strait going, I was singing, like you do. Down here, about 300 yards, there's a train track. The people from Tulsa know what I'm talking about. Yeah, this guy knows. And um, I get there, there's like, I don't know, 10 feet of a train left. I'm like, all right, it's fine, I can wait this out. It stopped, but it'll pull forward. Anyways, it starts backing all the way up. No. The whole train, all the way to the start of it. Oh, no. So I'm thinking, all right, well, the gates will open now. It doesn't. It drives all the way forward once more. And then it backs up again. No. You should have heard the things I said. Trains. I feel like there should, we should have surpassed that technology by now. That, I'm actually really upset about trains. I, that, that's a completely It happens rant where out. I live, too. We live in Edmond, and it's just like stop traffic for 30 minutes. I right? have an argument that the train no. is actually such a good invention and innovation Here that it's go. still being used today and has a purpose. I think it's great technology. Um, I had so enough time when it came out. No, you gotta talk. You, if you're talking about trains, you gotta bring up the model train industry. <laughs> okay, oh. I have an actual myth to peep. <laughs> Why did you say that? Because <laughs> I live right by Whistle Stop, the one stop for the model train industry in Oklahoma City. We're that's this, a real place and not a sponsor. sponsored by wh- Whistle Stop. I wish. Do it, Taylor. Stop bring it. it. I wish we were. I wish. Okay. I was in Dallas last night for a concert. I was outside in the parking lot, and a security guard was walking in the parking lot. This lady wasn't watch- walking, backed up, accidentally bumped the security guard. He flipped out, punched her window out of the car no. <laughs> with his bare hand, and then was wow. like cussing her out and was like, you better watch the F out where you're going. You hit me. And then the other security guards came up, and they were like... They bashed out all the other windows? <laughs> no, but they were like all yelling at this lady like, I can't believe you hit him. You need to watch where you're going. And I was like, what in the world? And then this guy punched out her car window. <laughs> punched out with his bare hand. That is amazing. And then she got out of the car, and they were talking. Five minutes later, they were like joking with each other, and it was fine. And it miffed me off because that would never happen to me. If I punch out someone's window. They would have shot you in the face. Right. Yeah. Hey, so listen. Hey, I'm, not, I'm not miffed and peeve. You know why? Why? Well, I'm, I'm grateful and blessed. G and Why am I grateful and blessed? Because the Down to Dunk podcast is grateful and blessed to have Weston Shepard here on the pod. Yeah! This is where you clap, everyone. Yeah. And this one is for me. And to be coming here live from Elgin Park in Tulsa. Yeah! Tulsa, I gotta tell you, I underestimated you. You're cool. Also, also want to give props and shout out to Coop Aleworks for supplying some delicious beer. We are so glad that you listened to our podcast and that you came out to listen tonight. Andrew. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Andrew. Enjoy the game.